Welcome to the Weekly Option, the podcast for people interested in trading stock options. Each week, we cover trade ideas and opportunities in the stock market right now. Whether you're a beginner, a professional, or just curious about options, this is the show for you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Weekly Option. This is episode 305 on January the 13th, 2024. I'm your host, Eric, and in this week's show, we'll cover the trades from last week on JetBlue Airways Corporation, Bank of America, and Alcoa Corporation, and we discuss three new trades on Peloton Interactive, Pinterest, and Chemical Corporation. Now, it's always great to hear from listeners. If you have any questions about the trades presented here on today's show, or even about your own positions, feel free to email me. You can email questions to eric at theweeklyoption.com. That's E-R-I-C at theweeklyoption.com. I've also created a few videos to teach you all the basics of option trading that you'll need to know to be able to follow along with me on this show. You can visit our website and click on the videos tab to watch them or visit the YouTube channel for the weekly option. Now, the market's pushed higher in this second week of the new year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 126 points, closing at 37,592 points. The S&P 500 Index grew 86 points, ending the week at 4,783 points. And now it's time for the topic of the week. The topic of the week this week is single options versus spread trades. I recently have been trading single options rather than spread trades quite a bit. Part of the reason for this is that I've been trying to capture intraday moves in the S&P 500 index options that expire the same day. Oftentimes, the price range is more than 25 points, even though the day-over-day change in the index from close to close could be less than 5 points. Trading an instrument that expires so soon, I found it beneficial to simply use a single option. This will surprise many of you because I'm a huge advocate of trading using option spreads instead of single options in general. Spread trades tend to lower the overall cost of putting the trade on. There is a much smaller cash outlay because you're trading the difference between two options rather than simply buying the option outright. Spreads also lower the break-even point, which means that you often will be in profit sooner. Even though they seem complicated, I advise beginners to start with spread trades. You will last longer in the options market trading spreads because the risk is so much smaller. Still, I found that there are significant benefit to me trading single options when swing trading. That means trying to benefit from the daily price swings of the underlying stock. I'm constantly doing the math to make sure that the break-even point of the single option is still within my expectation of where I expect the price will go. This has saved me from making several trades that would have ultimately lost me money at the end of the day. So I just wanted to admit to several of you that trading single options is part of my bag of tricks. It's important to have more than just a few skills to be able to make money in these markets. And as usual, it's always about doing the math and making sure that you understand the risk that you're taking. That is true with options, and it's true with every financial instrument and strategy. If you have any questions, feel free to send me an email. All right, so let's dive into the trading review for last week's trades. And once again, we kind of got banged up this second week of the new year. So we'll start off with our cover call. We looked at JetBlue Airways, symbol J as in Juliet, B as in Bravo, L as in Lima, U as in Uniform. At the time, the stock was trading for $5.58 per share, 
He looked at buying stock and selling the January 6th call at 30 cents, hoping for a return of 12.9% in two weeks. Well, shares of JetBlue lost 69 cents, ending the week at $4.89 per share. The call option we sold lost 23 cents, leaving us with a net loss of 46 cents if we were to close the trade out immediately. Now, we are one week away from expiration, which of course makes this trade, uh, putting it on, made it a little bit riskier anyway. So making an adjustment at this point will limit us a bit. You could collect 21 cents by rolling the strike down to the $5 strike. However, by letting the call option expire out of the money in just one week, we will be free and clear to sell a call option that expires in February. So for now, I would wait for the call that we sold to actually expire out of the money and then prepare to sell a new option that expires in February after January expiration because ultimately we're going to make more for selling that option than we'll collect for just rolling the strike down on this option. Now you could go ahead and lower, uh, roll the strike lower uh, within the month of January, but you might not get enough money to make it even worthwhile. And if you get assigned on the stock, you actually lose the opportunity to collect more money in just a few days by selling the, the February option. So uh, ultimately, if we do this enough times, We'll lock in a very nice return on this trade, even though it started off with a little small, uh, small little loss. So that's the way I look at these covered calls. I love to make money up front, but if I don't make it immediately, I'm happy holding on to a stock that's not losing too much money because I know I'm going to make it back ultimately with selling more call options in the following months. And oftentimes the stock do end up you know, increasing in value and I get to have my cake and eat it too. All right, next up, we had the credit spread on Bank of America, symbol B as in Bravo, A as in Alpha, C as in Charlie. At the time, the stock was trading for $34.43 per share. I looked at selling the January 34, 33 half put spread at 16 cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of 34 cents per spread. Well, shares of Bank of America fell $1.64 ending the week at $32.79 per share. The out-of-the-money put spread that we sold is now in the money. The call spread values with strikes above the put spread don't have enough to make it worth creating an iron condor, so it's just not even financially worthwhile. You could turn this spread into a debit spread by paying $0.79 cents for the January 34-33 put spread. You'll need to track the money to calculate your true risk and make sure that it's profitable for you to do that. Doing the math is the only way to decide whether or not the trade will make sense for you or not. That's it. Always work out the math and make sure that it adds up. Without an adjustment, this trade is definitely a loss, so it's certainly worth taking a look at flipping the spread from a credit spread to a debit spread and calculating the risk. And our final trade from last week was a debit spread on Alcoa Corporation, symbol A as in Alpha, A as in Alpha. At the time, the stock was trading for $32.15 per share. We looked at buying the January 31 half 32 call spread for $0.32, cents, which could give us a maximum gain of $0.18, cents, or that would be a 56.25% return in two weeks. Well, shares of Alcoa lost $2.12 per share, ending the week at $30.03 per share. The end the money call spread that we bought is now out of the money, and with one week left before expiration, this trade will be a complete loss if we don't make an adjustment. I like to flip this trade by turning the long spread into a short spread or a credit spread. 
I'll do this by selling the 3132 call spread at 26 cents. And once again, do the full math to make sure the risk fits your trading parameters and make sure that this adjustment is going to lower your risk and lead to some profit for you. Or at least lowering the risk makes it worthwhile. With these short trades, with one week before expiration, you just don't have time for the trade to kind of work out. So you're really counting on a, a, a quick uh, move in the stock in the favorable direction of the trade. That didn't happen this week. But that's also why I mentioned with these one-week trades that they have a higher amount of risk. All right, so this upcoming week is options expiration for January monthly options on uh, Friday, January 19th. All new trades for today's show and for the coming weeks will use the February 16th expiration date. So let's go ahead and get into the new trades for this upcoming week. We're going to start off with a covered call on Peloton Interactive, symbol P as in Papa, T as in Tango, O as in Oscar, N as in November. The stock ended the week at $5.83 per share. I'm looking at buying stock and selling the February 6th call at $0.61, cents, which could give us a maximum return of 13.38% in five weeks. Now, you enter this trade by buying stock for $5.83 per share and selling the February 6th call at $0.61. Cents. This trade makes the most money if stock prices finish above $6 per share and break-even price is $5.22. In real terms, the stock purchase will require $583 and you'll collect $61 for selling the option. Next up, we have the credit spread on Pinterest Inc. Symbol P as in Papa, I as in India, N as in November, S as in Sierra. The stock ended the week at $37.12 per share I'm looking at selling the February 37, 36 half put spread at 18 cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of 32 cents per spread. Now you enter this trade by selling the February 37 put at 70 cents and concurrently buying the February 36 half put for 52 cents. This is a credit spread because we are selling the spread and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $37 per share. The break-even point is $36.82, and in real terms, you'll collect $18 per spread and have $32 at risk. And then our final trade on the week is a debit spread, looking at Cameco Corporation, symbol C as in Charlie, C as in Charlie, J as in Juliet. The stock ended the week at $49.92 per share. I'm looking at buying the February 48 49 call spread for $0.65, cents, which could give us a maximum gain of $0.35 cents per spread, or that would be a 53.85% return in five weeks. Now, you enter this trade by buying the February 48 call for $4.05 and concurrently selling the February 49 call at $3.40. This is a debit spread because we are buying the spread, and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $49 per share. The break-even point on this trade is $48.65, and in real terms, you'll pay $65 to enter this spread, and your maximum gain is $35 per spread. So that's it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening and hanging in there with me. It's been a lot of fun. 305 shows just blows my mind. So I can't wait to see what episode 400 or even 500 is like. And I hope you guys are with me along with uh, for that journey as well. Hey, it's going to be getting colder in much of the country this weekend. So definitely bundle up. Or if you're Minnesotan, 
go ice fishing. <laughs> if you're down here in Texas or thereabouts like me, we're going to be, uh, I, I believe the phrase is hunkering down. So hunker down, pull out a good book on option trading or go watch some of my option trading videos. Get better at your craft and let's make this new year amazing. All right, you guys have a great weekend and as always, happy trading. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Option Podcast. Please subscribe to our show and visit us at www.theweeklyoption.com. Disclaimer, there is a very high degree of risk involved in trading. The indicators and strategies described in this podcast are for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. For our full disclaimer, visit our website at www.theweeklyoption.com.